0: Hey, it's Andrew Hayes. Thanks for listening to The Obsessed Marketer. We're taking a week off to celebrate the holidays, and we hope that you're enjoying your holiday season with your family, friends, and loved ones. We have this episode here, a replay um, of something that we see is going to be a big precedent in 2023. It's all about web accessibility and how it can help boost your sales and improve your business, and it's with our team member, Taylor Boomin. Take a listen, let us know what you think, and we'll see you again next week in the brand new year of 2023. Welcome back to The Obsessed Marketer, the podcast designed for you, the small business owner looking to jumpstart your business with quick marketing strategies that you can take with you to increase your sales, reach, and growth. I'm Andrew Hayes, and joined with me today is a brand new face on the podcast and a VS, Welcome Taylor Boomin. how's it going? It's going good, thanks for having me. Yeah, so welcome to the VS family and the uh, the Obsessed Marketer family. We're we're so happy to have you.
1: Thanks, I'm excited. I can't wait to, you know, get started with you
0: guys. Yeah, well, I mean, you already have a lot of good skill sets as well, um, especially when it comes to... the digital accessibility and kind the of space. Do you wanna talk about that a little bit? How'd you get into that?
1: Sure, yeah, so basically my design career started when I was working for the University of Chicago, Illinois. And there, since it is a university, they want to be inclusive to everybody, as we all kind of do. Um, and there is where I got trained in web accessibility and um, other things of that
0: nature, so yeah. Nice, so what, what is web accessibility then?
1: Yeah, so web accessibility is just the ability for anyone who's differently able to also access the websites and other platforms that we use in a way that doesn't disrupt their daily life and actually increases their quality of life.
0: So we're talking about like people who have different Um, disabilities such as like blindness, what, like deafness, motor loss, what what other ones are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, there's also cognitive disabilities such as ADHD, dyslexia, um, that's just to name a few. And they all kind of uh, affect the quality of life of people who are viewing these websites because it's not something that like you or I think of typically on a daily basis, unless it's brought to our attention. Mm -hmm. And with the upcoming trends of, uh, you know, just advancements in technology, we're probably leaning towards more of that ADA compliance as we further in, into the, you know, future. Um, we wanna make sure it's ADA compliant because of also the lawsuits that might be uh, taking place if it's not compatible or
0: web accessible. So are we talking about maybe this might be a future law or legal stuff? What What are we talking about here?
1: Yeah, well actually, um There's like an avalanche of lawsuits being filed against websites that are not meeting the uh, 508 guidelines from the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines, WCAG, they are known as. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a great catalog for you to kind of look at. but. In 2022, it's now trending that um, if you're not having this accessible for everybody, it's going to create lawsuits for you and your business. It's similar to that if you don't have like ramps in your building or ADA compliant signs that have Braille, um, you just need to factor that into your website as well as your buildings.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we'll link that resource down in the show notes as well if you want to read more about what's going on there. But Mm -hmm. definitely we're seeing this trend towards making things more accessible. Now to put this more into the real world, Right, like we look at social media apps are now becoming more accessible. What are are we seeing there?
1: Yeah, so social media apps such as like Facebook and Twitter are having alt texts on images this is just so if there is like a speech reader, uh, which is another like software program that helps people with disabilities. Think of it like um, text, text to speech, basically. Yeah, text to speech. Yeah, um, so like I can
0: click the little button and have Siri read yeah. me. At, you know, even though I, mean, I don't have any, um, you know, problems yep. in, in, in that sense, I still do that anyway because I prefer Siri yeah. reading me something. You know, it's the Gen Z low attention span <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's just thinking about that in the sense of like, okay, so what is this image like entailing in the sense of content? So if it's like, for example, me and Andrew just sitting here with a picture, like how do you describe that in words so that it can read? Uh, with the program to the person with a disability and or just someone who might not see as well, because disabilities don't mean just like one end of the spectrum, like complete blindness or like complete color blindness where it's like monochromatic in which you see. It does entail people who are losing their vision, people who have glasses. I mean, there are four billion adults in the world who actually wear glasses. Um, whether that's up close or far away, mm-hmm. I do not know um, <laughs> offhand, but it is something to be considered when you know doing your sights.
0: I know. And that's the thing too, is that we want to be accessible to everyone. If we're thinking about our customer avatar, which is something that we've talked about on the show before, um, you know, we do everything, you know, you revolve your business around your customers and you always, one of the big things is to never, you know, you're not making things for yourself. You're making things for your customers and trying to be that. Um, And so to kind of open up the horizons a little bit, you want to think about those that have, disabilities, but are still your avatar, because those with disabilities are still your avatar. They're still, you know, 25 to 35 female. If that's what you're targeting, you yeah. know, that's who you who you want. And so you want to try to, you know, open up that customer base too.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it, it's nice to have the customer base for sure. Um, and it's just nice also to see how it impacts the lives of these people, because, you know, if, if I needed help marketing, but I am completely deaf in one ear. How am I supposed to navigate a website, let alone build my business? Um, So it's just things to consider when doing that. Like, okay, so if I am deaf, for example, are there alt captions on videos? Um, Is there, you know, uh, what is it called? True text for images as well. That's, you know, the ability to read within an image that, things that are happening besides alt text, um, which is a specificity that here at Viral Solutions we can help with as well. So,
0: so we talked a little bit about the importance mm-hmm. of accessibility compliance for, for web and digital. Yep. But, OK, so let's let's kind of go down a list of some things that we got to think about, too. When we're building a site, when we're posting on social media, what are some things as a business owner or a marketer that we want to look for when we're trying to be accessible to everyone?
1: Yeah. So when you're looking at your website, you're going to want to look at a few things. You're going to want to look at contrast. Does the colors that you're having, which are probably beautiful in design, are they actually visually different enough to where someone can read what you're putting on the page or web page or Say if someone's copy?
0: colorblind or yeah. maybe has a vision impairment too? Because um, yep. I know what we we looked this up, right? It was like one in 200 or one in 300 men have um, you know, red, green color blindness, actually our, our, our boss has it.
1: Yes. You yeah. know?
0: And so, I mean, thank God he has great graphic designers. Yeah. who can also <laughs> help, you know, whatever, but you know, for the, for the sake of that, you know, say, you can't see red and green, those yep. contrast together. <laughs> like you wouldn't be able to read what that button says, what that yep. text says.
1: Yeah. And it's also too, just like, if you have two similar colors, like, let's say you have a Navy and a light blue, uh, sometimes that light blue isn't, quite light enough where it has enough contrast for someone to read. Especially with um, visual impairments such as like low partial vision, near farsightedness, sightedness, uh, just getting older. I mean, as soon as you hit 50, your vision decreases every year. Um, unfortunately, that's just what happens when you get older. Glasses can only do so much, so. That's
0: okay, that's why I'm never gonna get old. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so it's nice to have like, for example, like a magnification um, for like specific text, Especially ones that are in uh, fonts that have like serifs on them, those little like tag things that are at the bottom of yeah, like, the Yeah, you don't know font, the difference between Yeah, them, <laughs> Basic design principle here yeah. is like, that's
0: the first thing you learn is serif versus sans serif fonts. Yeah,
1: and honestly, for the most part, you wanna use sans serifs um, for most of your copy text. That's just the most easy, like, very legible for someone to read. If you use sans serifs, it can be kind of muddy. It gets a little confusing with all those added, uh, I guess, elements to that font.
0: Yeah, the little little squiggles. Yeah, and, little de-
1: yeah. <laughs> the little de- design elements. Yes. Um, but there's also other things to check besides just visual impairments. Uh, we do, I think I mentioned earlier, the deafness and things of that nature. Um, I mean, there is so much that happens in our lifetimes, like going to concerts and the little hairs that are in our ears, uh, fall down. And that's kind of what causes hearing loss or tinnitus and having things like the alt text, um, in the sense of, uh, I guess, subtext or subtitles. There we go. Um, is very important. I mean, I watch Netflix and I have subtitles on, so same here. Why wouldn't you put it on the rest of your videos just for, you know, um, making sure that they can understand that information as well as the other person.
0: And it's nice that social media sites right now, like say Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and, and YouTube have auto-generated captions as yep. well. I mean, granted, you know, we've all seen the funny little mistakes that yeah. sometimes <laughs> auto-captions yeah. can do. So, yep. you know, it's it's worth investing in um, <laughs> some maybe so software or, you know, a website like Rev.com. To yeah, get those transcribed for you. But I mean, say you don't use one of those sites and you're just embedding a raw video on your website yep. using a player, and okay, you have you have a deaf customer that can't can't get that content. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just also too like with the auto-generated captions, just making sure to have someone just watch the video and making sure that those are one synced up because sometimes you'll have the captions and the video don't sync up. And then that causes for a lot of confusion, especially like if you're trying to describe a product, for example, and you're trying to show the product and that's what it's saying in the subtext or I guess subtitles, but it's just the person still talking about the product and it's lagging and it's like, okay, here's the product. And it's like, there is no product. What are you talking about? And then there's that disconnect. And now you just lost a potential client.
0: Yes. And go somewhere that actually has accessibility, yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay, so you talked a little bit about true text for images yep. on a site. Now, that's something I'm not really familiar with. What, what is that?
1: So true text is just the ability for images to be translated into text. So like, instead of alt text, it actually reads what is on the image itself. Um, right. so I can divulge a little bit more into that, but it's something that I'm still personally researching and learning more myself. So, um, as soon as I know, I'm going to let all of you guys know.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, come, <laughs> we'll come back to you. Um, but so then another one here is hierarchy. hierarchy. We can look forward. With. Now, what is that?
1: So hierarchy is just having, for example, like a header, a subheader, and then the actual copy itself. That's just meaning that there is a, a large enough font that makes sense and is consistent throughout the entire web page and, or like your printed copy, if you're doing print, uh, media, I guess. Um, and that's just making sure that you're one staying consistent. That's very important for people with cognitive disabilities, such as like, uh, ADHD and dyslexia. Um, it doesn't necessarily help with the actual copy reading, but it does give them a visual structure to help.
0: So kind of more like a generalized, like, you know, order of uh, order of importance, right? Yes. Read the header, then the subheader, then your body.
1: Yes, this also helps people with ADHD immensely just because there's not too many uh, busyness happening on the page, such as like pop-up ads or scroll ads or anything like that that can distract them from the actual thing that they're trying to learn about. Um, as someone who also suffers from ADHD, it's very nice to have like, for example, a lot of white space to give the eyes a visual break mm-hmm. and not to have them draw away from the importance of what you're trying to convey with a copy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, we've all been to those websites before yeah. <laughs> where you have side banner ads, you yeah. got a top banner ad, uh, there's a bottom yep. like scroll bar ad. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can imagine that would not be very fun if you were very yeah. easily distracted by those things, which I'm guessing that's what they're trying to do. But anyway, yep. um, so We talked about, okay, so that's some of the things that we can think about in terms of accessibility. So what what can you do to kind of um, keep yourself in check in a way to make sure that you're staying accessibility compliant?
1: Yeah, so there's just a few things. There's a lot of tools that you can use. Um, One of my favorites is webaim.org. It has a Chrome extension where you can actually take a little screen capture of the website or web page that you're viewing currently, and it lets you know like, hey, you have some contrast issues, you have alt text issues where you don't have any, or it's not legible to the uh, text-to-speech adapter. Um, So that's just a few things. There's also things such as Funkify, which is one of my favorites. (laughs) It is a really great Chrome extension. Um, You have the free version where you have a few options. Uh, It lets you see like if you have dyslexia or there is like an old Betty version where it's like
0: an older person kind of viewing your website. Or there was one even that we were playing with a little earlier before this episode, um, one that, mimics having tremors in your yeah. hand. And it's like, I couldn't even imagine how crazy my mouse pointer was going across the screen. I wouldn't yeah. be able to click anything.
1: And it seems like it's almost like a lot. It seems like it's too much, but if you have ever had a friend or a family member, or just know of anyone that has those tremors, such as like Parkinson's or things like that, it is very real where it is so hard to actually navigate it. So it's really nice to have that kind of uh, motor impairment, uh, viewer. So you can actually see what it's like. Um, put yourself in their shoes, have a little empathy in that sense. Yeah. Um, so it's nice with Funkify cause you can do that and it's free. Otherwise you can pay $4 and 99 cents, which is really mm-hmm. inexpensive for a monthly subscription to it. And you have a lot more options such as people who have ADHD or other cognitive disabilities and just so much more, especially in the colorblindness category.
0: Yeah. So I mean, like when, it, when it comes to this, putting yourself in, in your customer shoes that you wouldn't think that you would ever have to be in and seeing, okay, well, I'm looking at my website and wow, like that nice red, bright, bright red background I <laughs> yeah. chose. Oh, that doesn't look so good. And I can't read, you know, yeah. what's going on anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so give it a try. We're, we've been showing it on the screen here on the YouTube video, if you're watching on YouTube, um, just a little bit about it, but we'll link down these two resources in the description and in the show notes of the podcast for you guys to check out. Again, they're free unless you want to pay a little more for Funkify. Um, But you can also reach out to us too.
1: Yeah, you can reach out to us. We did now recently add to our uh, 50 point audit web accessibility. So when you do come to us, we'll be checking for a contrast issues, B alt text issues. And there's just a few more things. Um, If you just click on our website, uh, get a 50 point audit then hey you'll be talking to our awesome uh auditor sean yeah. and he will be going through those steps with you about ada compliance as well as the rest of your audit for the website
0: and again that's free at viralsolutions.net if you want to check it out for your business again there's tons of other points that we go across the do's the don'ts what's working what's not working we even go down to your business it's fantastic it's yeah. free it's at viralsolutions.net but um Taylor, thank you so much for, mm-hmm. for, you know, giving us a little insight on this. It's something that again, that you, you don't think about, but it is detrimental. It's going to be detrimental. I feel like oh, it in, is. The, in the future, you yeah. know, if, if we, if there's compliances that you have to follow and rules you have to follow in a physical space, as we move toward a more digital world, this is going to be more of an importance.
1: Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see, because if you look at history, if you look at the 1990s, when web access, not web accessibility, sorry, but just accessibility in buildings was becoming like a huge topic in the sense of one, lawsuits and two, just people not being able to go inside of buildings because they had staircases. And that was just lawsuit after lawsuit. It's gonna be the same thing, but in the digital realm because we are uh, advancing as a society, which also means that we need to look out for everyone in the society. So that's why I chose web accessibility as my, uh, I guess, specialty as a designer. So just wanting to make sure that everyone has the chance to view um, and learn about everything they can
0: on the web. And if you wanna learn more or have any more questions for Taylor too, she's always available. You go to viralsolutions.net, click that little blue chat bubble at the bottom of the page. And uh, you can uh, definitely ask a question. We'll get back to you. And then again, that free 50 point audit for you as well. Taylor, thanks again. Yeah, thanks.